ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now tuning into the Home Away Show, brought to you by Umbani Productions. Reporting live all the way from the United States of America, reaching out to everybody in the world. Buckle up with Kui, Bali, and Dade. Come to Uza, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in into the Home Away Show special edition on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. We're very excited, and thank you very much for your patience. Um, as we come back live, you've got Kuli Bali and Tati joining you over here, and we are joined by the Godfather himself, legendary man who's got a very big show coming up tomorrow. You need to stick around for all the details, not from us, but directly from the man himself, the legendary, the Godfather, Tate Yena. It's on. Okay. We're going to hear from this man himself. We're excited. <laughs> Let me get him in. Let me get him in, guys. Hello. Hey, yes. This is this yes. is like yes. when your dream come true. Can you freaking believe <laughs> yes. this? I'm talking to yes. David Kau. We have some mama and buzukin, Bob. We have some mama and buzukin, Kau. We have some mama and buzukin. He used to say, Ah, Lomchita, Lono, Lokutu, Lokulo, Lomfano, Lokutu, Kau. Katis Tarazel, Osaka, Ubani. Hey, he's like, he's like, Welcome to the Home Away Show, Babata. Thank you very much, guys. It's a uh, talking to the nice surprise, you know. Thanks for social media. My brother, Ndate uh, over here, and for it, we'd love to say welcome to the Home Away Show. Welcome to these listeners that are excited and are actually a part of history, Baba. Rialebua, very, very much, my brother. Welcome. No, my pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. My, you know, I wish I knew earlier. I could have come to the studio. I've been in... I've been in the U.S. and Canada for about six weeks, you know, coming in and out. Yes. So I've been in Richfield for almost three weeks now. And uh, that's when I'm driving. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, now I'm leaving on Tuesday. But I've, I got here, I was free for three days, then my wife oh, my arrived, and then I went to Disney World. Wow. Yes, and yes, then, yes. We want to hear all about that. <laughs> we want to hear, you've been keeping me in tune. And, you know, as a team, we were talking, Uti, when you've managed to, to do something we haven't done living in America all these years. You took a nice road trip with your family, Pra. So we were very excited. And, it was, and again, it was those were beautiful, you know, it was uh, relaxing. I like driving, anyway, but yeah, that was too much. I'll never do that again. I probably <laughs> would, but right now, <laughs> the feeling is I won't do that again. So, I guess in South Africa, I was sponsored by General Motors. So, a friend of oh, mine okay. here who worked yeah. for General Motors, Cadillac, oh, nice. said he could get me a car. Mm-hmm. So, I ended up saying, yeah, you know what, I need a car, I'll drive to General. I didn't even know how far it is, guys. Yeah. Hey, I find it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just about, like... That is about like 34 kilometers, over 1,100 miles. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. One way. Yeah. In England, with kids, with kids, yes. man. With yes. kids in the car. Yes. You know, my kids drive 100 miles and they say they're hungry or they want the toilet, but they just have to Yes. <laughs> so now, last. Uh, Monday, last Monday, we left Washington, D.C. already. That's only like four hours of driving. And yeah. Then, oh, yeah, five. Yeah. And already we slept. 
and uh, rested. And then I still had... Driving from Zimbabwe to Cape Town. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yes, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So, so what did you think of the Mickey Mouse? And you still have to drive to Cape Town. Yeah. What did you think of the mouse? Stopped in some town, senti, we don't know if nothing or father. Yeah. Basically, we stopped, look around, the hotel, call it, slept there. So, and then woke up again, and then there was still another eight hours or six hours. So we got to Disney on Wednesday. Yeah. Wow. And then Sunday, we started driving back. At this back. time, I stopped once in... Uh, just before, I tell you now, it was in Savannah. Yeah. It's in Georgia. Halfway, literally nine hours from Orlando and nine hours to go. So we stopped almost halfway. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. so we only stopped one night coming back. Uh, not bad. Oh, okay. Not then bad. drove another oh. nine hours and people were telling us about the so-called eclipse, but it was raining and cloudy and <laughs> it was yeah. <laughs> There was nothing. another fake invention by the Americans, like the landing of the moon. So this eclipse. Tonight was raining and cloudy while we were driving. <laughs> I, I you think, though, know, uh, David, so I think back. that was a good experience for your kids. You know, no, guys, like, it, was, it was beautiful because, yeah. you know, just convenience, First of all, if I flew there, when we checked, the flights would have been about, I think, $350 per person. Yes. Per person, mm. yes. Yes. So we spend almost maybe less than $400 in petrol. So what we spend on petrol driving there, the whole family, is what yeah. we have each of us to fly. Yeah. Yes. You know? And yes. then you still have to do the inconvenience and the airport and the security. And yeah. every single American flight I've taken has been delayed. I'm not joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not welcome. Joking. Welcome to our stress. <laughs> I Canada from La Guardia. Hey, what a big mistake. You know when you're supposed to be landing, but you are, you are still where you are and still not departing. Oh, <laughs> man. You're landing. That's true, though. That's true. Guys, I'm not even joking. Coming back from Canada to Roto, flying, because now I said, no, I'm not taking a Canada, now I'm taking American Airlines. Hey, guys, Mm. Gate 6, Toronto, when they say, when you must land in New York, they announce, passengers on American Airlines, 370, your plane is leaving New York now. Tell you when it's here, and we'll try to get to Christian board. I said, Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> and that was every single flight at that gate. About six flights, and then at some stage, guys, I'm not joking. Uh, passengers flying to New York on American Airlines 374. We are looking for the crew, I'm looking for the crew as soon as they are okay. The crew. Well, let you guys know. I promise you guys. This was <laughs> 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 Two 
pilot and an aerospace arrived and people were happy, guys. I could not believe this thing. Since I arrived in America, it has been delayed or cancelled or when I'm supposed to be landing, it's leaving that place. So imagine you are flying to Port Elizabeth from Johannesburg and the time you must land in Port Elizabeth. You are leaving. Your flight is leaving Port Elizabeth so I figured it out. I think what the Americans are doing, they're trying to avoid hijacking and they're just misleading terrorists. So they are just to find potential terrorists. <laughs> but then they should take a mess of what they're the passengers and say, Mamelad, Chogani, Apa. The public time is not for you, ne? Because you can imagine now the poor terrorists arrive at the gate. Hello, this is a. Ah, where's the place? Over. Over. Where's the place? I promised myself I'm not gonna love, but it is. Oh, I think it's a security measure, guys. Honestly, it's a security. Hey, but but it's a clever yeah. measure, you know. But now they must tell one of the other passengers. Yes. Oh, guys, they must say, hey, this departure time is not for you, ne? Not for you, guys. Your departure is two hours after whatever we say is the departure time. But don't tell, don't tell the other, don't tell the other person that you know them, you know them, you know what they You know the words, don't tell you them. know the words. No, guys, it's different. Hey, people, if you are tuning in, if you are tuning in, stay tuned. It's not David Kao, the Godfather. He is shaking up the crowds in Meliga. We are so excited for you to... You have you are here doing so many things. We don't even know where to start because first and no, foremost, I was con- just on holiday, you know. But, mm. uh, I met some agents who are interested in my work, so they organized like a night at Caroline on oh, Broadway. Okay. So I'm not really mm. waking, but you know I'm gonna get on stage and and do my best, and then we'll see what happens from there. So oh, I just congratulations. met some really nice people who thought uh, they want to see what I can do. Oh, hey, man. congratulations. And congratulations on 20 years. 20 years of, of groundbreaking yes. comedy. Yes. Yes. Stand-up comedy. Yes. Congratulations, yes. my brother. Yes. You are representing yes. South Africa well. Of, you know, from being the first black comedian in South Africa. The Godfather. No, so never say you are, you are first comedians. black. Say you are the godfather of black ah. comedians. Yes. Period. Period. Okay. Period. Period. Yeah. Full stop. Names, guys. You guys must you know, say, I can't call myself king of fighter and king of comedy and what what. We, here, we are giving you that official name for it. That's it. Yes. That's it. That's what you have to use from now on. Hey Dave, I just want to acknowledge all the listeners that just tune in. We just got a flood of people that just listening in because they were not ready for you, but I can tell that now they, they don't even want to leave. But the most important thing, the most important thing, you know what? When you're saying that, you know, 20 years, I feel like, you know, Dave, I feel like I've known you since I was born, bro. I don't know. Sometimes I used to relate with you, and I'm a fat kid, you know, I grew up fat, but yeah. I, for some reason, like, 
I don't know. Have you ever felt like a lot of people like me? I mean, I grew up Kwanongoma. Yeah. So like Kwanongoma, we, 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 you know, ukesunga kabibi kuyabona ufiku vule TV yalenge petrene. And then Omaungen, I'm saying, if I'm not mistaken, that's one of the shows. So, but ngangiti manglale lambet ngubuga gu TV. You know what? Yongele onto like. I just related to it, but I didn't grow up a cast. I'm on the like, have you ever felt like a lot of people related to everything that you were doing? I think that's what kept us in touch, you know, with people because we we started telling jokes and making fun of their everyday situations or hard situations. Yeah. So we could relate. We came from the same place. We spoke the same language. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the trick with comedy, you know. Yes. People. Yes. You literally talk to people and make them feel like your friend. Otherwise, they would not let you make fun of them. Yes. That's how some comedians, I mean, I've made fun of everyone. You know, from Jacob Zuma sitting there in his house at his birthday at other functions to Julius Malema. Yes. To almost anyone you can think of. And I've never had a single complaint or anyone complain about me making fun of them in 19 years that I've been doing Yes. But I'm wow. going into 20 years next year. You yes, know? yes. Yeah. And one more question but for also, you. But, but, the same, but other comedians can try and do jokes about those people and then those people get offended. Yeah. yeah. They don't yeah. feel like they know them or they know each other. So I think that's what we managed to do with South Africans and at least my fans, you know, wherever they are in the world. Yeah, it's like I mean I do a black song comedy show and I stay on stage after the show. I take a picture with whoever wants to take a picture. There's like more than three thousand people at the show, but I promise you, mm. I stay every show until the last person who wants to take a picture. Whether wow. it's ten or fifteen hundred, you, wow. you you better do that tomorrow. So you better do that tomorrow, Gao. You no, better I do, do that tomorrow. As well. But that's the thing. So I almost what I learned was. I know people that come to my shows. So you see, because of social media now, yeah. you have hundreds mm. of thousands of followers. And then someone will tweet, ah, you're not funny. Ah, you're too old. You must quit. But one, they've never even been to your comedy show. Eish, so eish, I eish. started being able to put faces to people that actually come to my show. To your show. So, yeah. so there's people that follow you because they have access to internet and they can join a Twitter or a Facebook for free. Yes. You understand? Yes. But they are not mm. your fans necessarily or yes. they don't come to your shows or they don't buy your tickets or your T-shirts or mm. DVDs or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And I think I've managed to make that connection with those people, which is for me explains what you're trying to say. It's like someone coming into your living room. You know, I was in LA in June yeah. and... I flew back. I had to fly back home. Agent, so instead of flying back via Air France, they changed my flight. I was put to Salt Lake City on Delta, and then from there mm. to Amsterdam. Mm. So I'm walking around at the airport in Salt Lake City. This old white woman, maybe in her 60s or 50s, comes to me and says to me, "You first of all, I freak out. Why is this white woman talking to me? I'm going to tell you what I'm in Salt Lake City." I've never been here before. I'm always paranoid about American <laughs> police. And this yeah. person said to me, do you come into my living room? I freak out some more. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. 
So she's basically saying, are you on TV in South Africa? Oh, I live that in makes Carolina. sense. Yeah, because my son now lives in Tokyo. I freaked out. I laughed out so loud after that. Oh, so you understand, man. like a white woman walking up to me in the middle of America in Salt Lake, saying to me, "Do you come into my living room every night?" Blah blah blah. So it's almost like you feel like you know the person. Yes. You know, yeah. feel like they yeah. know you. Yes. So man. it's it's a good feeling. It's yeah, a it, good feeling to have. It's it. That's what I'm trying it's to it. do now. So I'm trying to find. I want to go now. Because I've had, imagine, 19 years. But some people have moved to London. Some people have moved to America. Some to Australia. Sure. And they haven't seen me in years and years and years, you know? Yes. Yeah. So now I'm trying to find this audience. That's why I'm starting in New York and hopefully the other parts of America, uh, Europe, Australia, Canada. Yes. So hopefully the social media would help, you would know, help. when people are out there. Yes, yeah, I, I but your professional name, yeah, Dave. Dave, yes. Dave um, I have one more question, brother, um, before I pass it on to Dade because I know he has more questions too. But I just want to ask you um, I, I know that you know, you're not shy of talking about politics, and uh, and most of the time when I, I used to uh, like uh, watch you on TV, you will just make fun of everything because, first of all, I still think. They can say whatever, but I think Nando's concept of uh, comedy, they, they actually got it from you. That's that's what I've always said. I said, this is a kind of David mm. Gow kind of thing, but that's controversial. We'll leave it alone. But anyway, um, I, I just want to say, I, I just want to say uh, the elections are coming up, okay? Uh, and yeah. I just want to say because... The uh, me elections a, or the country elections? The country elections. So I want to ask you, because okay. me as a, an expert, they call us, people who are living abroad, I, I the yeah. way I look at things when um, uh, entertainers, they are coming in and urging people to support one party of the other, I, I always see it as, as a little bit of a crime and it's kind of like a turn off. Because if I like yeah. your music and the next thing you're busy cheering for Julius Malem, I'm making an example. Not that I don't like Julius, yeah. but I'm just saying, you're cheering for uh, EFF, yeah. Julius Maliam, and I'm sitting over there, I'm like, wait a minute, uh, you know, you're reading what I like you for. So I'm asking you in your own side, have you been approached to actually do anything to promote uh, a certain particular party, like what the other people did, mostly musicians? Yeah, so now, remember this thing has changed over the years. So remember back in the days, there was a common enemy. Yes. Mm. Which was yes. apartheid mm. and apartheid mm. town, which is yeah. where your Huma Sikelas and Miriam Makelas and all the other artists, Johnny Clegg's, who got involved on the side yeah. of the, at least the ANC or the ruling party at the time. Yes. Now, yeah. moving forward, things are supposed to be level, but I think we can all agree. South Africa is at a place now where actually we're not level. Things are still unequal. And yeah almost becoming white and black because the white people still have the wealth and the jobs and blah, blah, blah. And the black people still have the poverty and no land and no jobs, etc., oh, etc. Et then you then with your so-called uh, ANC that freed us or that gave us this freedom, which has always been the only hope that's going to rescue us or save us. Right? Yes. Mm. And yeah. now all the other parties have come up. Your hope, your... Uh, Julius Malema's part, EFF, and maybe 
the DA as well. So yeah. now you start dealing with the morale of, but to me, this is the only party I know, you know? Yes. And mm. then also the unhappiness of, so far, I'm either happy about this or I'm unhappy about that. Yes. So now, because then the association was there by default. So some of us, whether we say it or not, already we are associated with the ANC. So yes. already some of us have lost business and lost white gigs and white Because business. of that, yeah. Because automatically they put us in the box of, you are with the yeah, ruling party. Yeah. 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 When yeah. we were doing our duty. So, you know, I can't do anything with arts and culture unless I know or get involved with the minister of arts and culture. Who would be an ANC minister? Yes. So mm. whatever development I was doing, hence for the past almost 20 years, I've spent my own money finding other black communities, developing them. I've even bought some of them cars where they live. I'm paying uh, their rent. You understand? Yes. Because the government yeah. is not doing that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, actually, there is money for that stuff in government, you know, which I guess would go to other things or music shows or sports shows, etc., etc. Yeah. yeah. But now, once you try and get involved there, you are associated with, with that the party. other. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, obviously, there were the blatant times, like recently, where some people allegedly were offered money to be or to belong with a, to a, certain, a, a certain party or to campaign. So it changed where most of us were not even getting paid because then the promise was, once I'm in office, I'm going to do this and that and that. And then once those people are in office, they don't care, they move on, they'll see you again the next election. You know? Yeah. So now I make yeah. a conscious decision. If I believe in a cause or in something, I will get involved. But okay. I'm not okay. even expecting... Money. So I do it knowing money. That they might lie and promise money. But I'm going there because on Tuesday at four I'm available for an hour. I will go. But I'm not going because you called me and now I'm gonna cancel my gigs and go to this thing because now when you win and get into office, blah blah blah. I'm over those stories. Yeah. That's why most I mean I've never had a sponsored show in my life. In 19 years, because mm. I don't wait for people and I don't wait for the promises and the municipalities and the government and blah 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 blah. You know, we so, end up, we end up, but the, yeah. the difficult thing and the reality is that all these things I do with my own money, there is government money that is allocated that is supposed to do this thing, yes, but yes. you almost can't get to it unless you have to be associated with the ruling party or at least the minister in that portfolio, whether they are another uh, party or a councillor or, you know, they've been appointed even though they are from another party. But the reality is that for the public, they are going to associate, like you just said yourself, but I like this person, now they are performing at, mm. uh, at the EFF launch. So you can imagine all these artists, all of them used to perform at Julius's party when you were still with the ANC. Hmm. You understand? Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. he leaves, and now there's a threat of, now I can't perform at Julius's thing because now the ANC is not going to book me for their gigs anymore, or the ANC minister is not going to book me for the government functions anymore. Yeah. You perform oh. at those functions. Now EFF is probably not going to book you for their functions, or when they get into government someday, 
they're probably now going to victimize you and not book you. Because of black, yeah, blacklist. Yeah, yeah. Which is unfair. Yeah. Very unfair. Yeah, it's a very uncomfortable position, almost without choice. But I guess if you make your choice and there's money on the table and they say go with this party and you go with it, yeah. you're making a bet, you know? Yeah. You're you are yeah. making yeah. a bet that you're hoping that party will still be there and keep feeding you that money. Yeah. No. Like, but artists in general in South Africa, you know, it's unlike here where Jay-Z can get up there and say, I'm going with Obama without any fear of not getting work if Obama... Yeah, blacklist. Yeah. 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 Like the so artists true. did now who are all saying away with the Trump yeah. and now he's yeah. in power. And they are still okay. They are not going to wake up one day yeah. and they are broke and homeless because now some EG is not going to book them anymore because he's Trump's person and they used to say they don't want Trump. So South African artists are in a very comfortable position. Never mind the harassment also from SARS attacks and you don't earn enough. Even when you're not earning, SARS is after you. Everybody's dying poor. So all those mm. things are still there, you know. And it just literally becomes uh, putting bread on the table for a lot of people. Yeah. Pretty much, so yeah. My basics, my basics, yeah. It's not an easy thing. It yeah. goes down now to, stomachs, to the politics of the stomach, as they call it. Yeah. That's oh, true. yes. Right. Oh, yes. Ladies, yeah. good people. So, so we for me now, you know, I think fairly, if we treat that politics the same way as we treat sports, because as much as I might be a Kansas Chiefs fan, I have fans from everywhere and pirates at my shows. Mm-hmm. So same way when I would joke at my shows and I would say black people, white people can't be. Now I go EFF and people scream everywhere, you know. I'm yeah. not a member, mm. I'm yeah. not a supporter or anything, but those are my fans. But it would yeah. be unfair if now EFF started saying to people, don't go to his shows because he's associated with... Uh, the ANC. Then that means DM and DEA and what what and what what. But we must all start doing the same thing. Then we're gonna be in a very uh, uh, dictatorship, whereby if you are not with us, you are against us. Mm. You know. Mm. Yeah. Then you can't go to school freely. You can't go to church freely. You can't do anything. The freedom is gone. The freedom is gone at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Then the yeah. freedom is gone. So I think if we got our politics to where a, a wife and a husband and say, Mina, love, I'm going with EFF, and you're like, love, that's fine, I'm going with DA, or I'm going with UDM, because Bantu is mm. now no longer the only mm. member of UDM. Then you're making... <laughs> Did you just <laughs> say that? Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest, no one has ever met any other man of UDM. Other than Bantu is only holding his own rally. Bantu is the secretary general of UDM, the president, the vice president, the treasurer. He's the women's league and the youth league of UDM. No one else has ever seen another member. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If you are tuning in right now, you are on 
whom I will show with the one of the kind, the godfather of black comedian in South Africa. That is Mr. David Dow live yeah, in Connecticut. When I'm saying live, I'm not talking about like maybe he is in South Africa. No, he's live in Connecticut. Mm. You know what? The day I saw that video on your Instagram, you and your kids walking in Denver, I was like, hold up. No, this is, this is Denver. This is where I used to work all the time. I'm like, I went back to my uh, team members, you know, I'm like, guys, this dude is here. He is here in Denver. I just saw the video in Denver. So, dude, Stalker. I'm like, you know, it feels no Stalker. good. When... You see people that you respect them so much at home yeah, that you don't yeah, even bro. think that you can come across. They are walking where you, you walk yeah. every single day. It's, it's mm. really nice, man. How is the feeling of being in Connecticut specifically? Not Florida, not New York, feels, Connecticut. It feels so good. It's chilled, especially for family. It's definitely a, yes. like it's be a great place to have kids or to bring up kids here. Because, I mean, I don't think I yeah. can have kids in New York, you know? Yeah. 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 too much. The sirens, there's always a building on fire. You don't actually ever see the building, but it's always like <laughs> the truck going. <laughs> you always see the fire truck going. It's almost like uh, running an Uber on the side. <laughs> the fire truck is Uber. <laughs> the, so the fire truck, the ambulance, the sirens are on 24 hours a day. Yeah. All over Manhattan or Brooklyn or whatever. Mm. But you never actually see smoke. Or these people are riding in Uber on the side. Benzi Mali, Benzi Mali. Side hustles. They do it side hustles. Kids, you know, I don't think kids can concentrate. Yeah. With all that, yeah. You know? yeah. So I think it's mm. it's a nice, definitely one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in the world. But it also yeah. smells and it's hot. It smells. Some, sometimes it smells of pee. In the middle of... <laughs> then there's, I don't know if it's just me. It feels like, because I always say, you know, South African townships, there's a, at least one crazy person in every township. Pair township. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows. Guaranteed, yeah. guaranteed. In, in yeah. New York, I guess because there's so many one people, it, it just <laughs> happens that all the crazy people are always on the same train, in the same coach <laughs> in the subway, at the same time, at that particular once or twice a year when I'm in New York, that day they are in the same <laughs> on the same train, going to the same place. All the crazy people. Some are preaching. Yesterday, guys, I'm not making this up. Someone started talking on the phone, but there was no phone. But they made a phone call on the train. I was preaching. Then they the phone call. Close their one ear with their finger and spoke on the other <laughs> ear. <laughs> only in New York. Only in New York. Only in New York. Are we fine? I. But if you can compare 
like the life since you've been here you drove from connecticut to florida that is a long drive and then you pass so many um states and you know for you as like a yeah. south african or for your kids as a south african kid who always sees america on the tv and think that america is built on gold and whatever it's all that yeah. the feeling that you have comparing mm. home and here driving all the way what can you tell our listeners how did you feel like how how, how was it that experience especially with so, your kids I have to say, is this country is safe, guys. I know we always exaggerate about crime in South Africa. <laughs> yeah. But mm. I promise you, most parts of this country, people can walk anywhere, anytime. Yeah. yeah. And the same with for women, regardless of how they are dressed, no, they are mm. not going to be attacked. They are not going to see the person is going to hit them because they're just older and they feel like they're not the best way they want. So people are much mm. more free than we think we are free. When you talk about what freedom is supposed to mean, you know, people mm. most of the time here don't even lock their doors. Mm. Uh, you know, they get their deliveries left outside their door. No one is going to steal. Mm. Everyone is carrying a phone in mm. their hands. Mm. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone, guys. You know, no one is getting or stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> or stabbed for a phone, guys. Yes. You know? Yeah. So we have to give credit where it's due. But that's also because the basics of life are covered. So when you talk about poverty and poor people in America, they at least have a car and they have cable television. You understand? Eish. They have Eish. air conditioning. They have central heating where they live. But those are the poorest of people. Yes. But they can get into a car and go on holiday. Yes. You understand? Yeah. The problem yeah. with us is that as much as it's so cheap to live in South Africa, the people actually don't make the bare minimum, minimum. to yeah. live a basic, 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 normal life. I have a home. My kids can go to school. They are safe. I don't need a fancy car. Nobody makes the basic, basic, basic. That's why you have the story that South Africans are spending 50% of their salaries on transport. Because they are earning 2,000 rand, 3,000 rand, you know, two to 300 dollars a month, guys. That's yeah. what people are earning, the majority of South Africans. So that's the problem. So the big difference with here and in America is that, one, we don't have the basic. So internet, for instance, guys, this unlimited data things that are being sold here for $80 a month, guys. Mm. I'm paying three times that to not even have unlimited data. We have about oh, five God. weeks plus ish, ish, maybe ish. unlimited calls and SMSs. Who still SMSs in this time? But <laughs> I know my WhatsApp, yeah. 1000 rand a month. I must pay my wife's contract as well. I must pay my work contract. I'm spending about five to six hundred dollars a month on phone. Just communication. On phone. Just communication. Oh my pay. god. Yeah. People here can watch movies and download whatever they want for eighty dollars unlimited everything every single month. Man. That's Eesh. a daylight robber, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But these are the things you go back home, you are just like, these people know they are robbing us. They know very well. You must remember, guys, yeah. data is exactly that. Eh? It's at time. No one is making at time. <laughs> it's those Same numbers word. as you see them. The infrastructure is paid for. It's profit. It's all profit. Magic profit. Airtime. We are buying air, guys. We are buying numbers. Hmm. Hey. That is a robber right there. Hey. It's a hey. daylight hey. robber hey. what you are being made to pay in Africa, especially in South Africa. Well, remember in Kenya, guys, they have the fastest internet in Africa. They are the most people that are online. Yes, on that's true. In Africa. That's true. Yep, yep. They are paing cheaper wow. data yes. than we are yes. in South Africa. That's and true. we are the ones who supposedly are Richer. the most developed countries yes. in Africa. Yeah, developed. Yeah, most developed. Cell phone yeah. stories and what, what. And the same people who own us, the companies are, are the ones selling data cheaper somewhere else in other countries. Hmm. Hey. Hmm. So just so robbing us at home. That, but, you, know, you, hey. you go back home. Well, guys, if we had internet, the people can find themselves jobs, eh? The people can find themselves jobs. Yes! Online. And knowledge, yeah. and knowledge, in fact, online. just and knowledge. themselves online. Yeah, in knowledge, in knowledge. And I think, you know, uh, you know David, it's people over here, like you said, the kids, this side, can go Google internet anytime and research yeah. and do all these things. Our kids back home yeah. are robbed of that. And we're all because oh, of, know, yeah, of guys, people getting finance. I'm looking at this price stand at my friend's house. You know, this is a guess. What, what. I can go on YouTube and yeah. say, how do I buy this machine? Yeah. There'll be a video that tells yes. me how. Yeah. yeah. I can go and say, how do I pump a swimming pool in the thing? There'll be a video that shows. So there's almost nothing you cannot find on the internet. Yet, yeah. most of our country does not have access. Uh, to internet. It's unfortunate. You know? so that's unfortunate, why there's man. so much poverty yeah. in our country. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there are things that are basic, 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 basic. That should be basic human rights in Africa or in South Africa. Yeah. You know, the house true. where I'm staying, guys, I'm not making these things up. I'm staying with friends and rituals. There's three buttons. I forgot what the other two. The other one, if you run out of toilet paper in the toilet, there's a button you can press, man, and someone comes <laughs> and delivers Toilet paper. Yo. Hey. Don't <laughs> hey. I said to my friend the other day. You are in rich fields, bruh. You are in rich fields. The area for the rich people rich field, in Connecticut. That's the place for richest people in no, Connecticut. No. I'm telling but that's you. The thing. But that's the thing. Internet. I said to my friend, there's no milk. What do you know? It's arriving tomorrow, 7 a.m. I didn't even know I'm going <laughs> to You can order milk. You can order food from Amazon, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. Everything, yes. Baba. Everything. You Anything you can think of. That's not about it's, about, it's about knowledge and access. Access. The really? access, Baba. Access, yeah, the access. He, he, he reach pillar. And, and he reach. He comes from knowledge. Outside your door, and no one mm. will steal mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I reach I guess it's special because okay, meaning now that I saw a story last weekend, someone saw a bear in their backyard. 
But mm. cleaning Natri, there's some spring box here. So <laughs> I had a problem with this and one with the, with the bear. Yes. Yeah, and yes. yes. So, so I had a problem with the bear because now, first of all, I see, okay, these people called the police and said there's a bear in the backyard. And my problem was, I have a problem announcing some of these names or the way Americans pronounce things. Yeah. So I had a problem yeah. pronouncing yeah. bear or bear because I bear. keep saying bear. Yeah. <laughs> if this bear was in the backyard where I'm staying, I would be calling the police. Hello, there's a bear in the backyard. There is a bear in the backyard. Please, the police are going to hang up on me. I'll talk to the bear. I'm going to talk to the bear. The show Billions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So yeah. that house they use the other rich guy somewhere not far oh, from, from Richfield. Nice. I think it might be in uh, in uh, another just another town not far from, from Richfield. Oh Greenwich. It's okay. Greenwich. Greenwich, Greenwich. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Greenwich. Greenwich, yeah, Greenwich. Greenwich. Yes, that's no, where Greenwich. Is it not Greenwich? Yeah, Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah, Greenwich, Greenwich, Connecticut. They don't yeah. pronounce yeah. the words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll pronounce on this side. People have big yards. They don't bother nobody. People are nice. Yeah. Most of the places, people are nice, you know. Um, the service is nice because people always greet you. You walk into a Hello, sir. Welcome to whatever bag. Compared to a guy, pay and spend your money. I got it. Spend my money. That You get to the train station to buy. Hello, sir. May I help you? People give you information. Tell you where to catch the train. Yes. Yeah. 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 The, the, the movie, the taxi with you yeah. and Skumba. But anyway, I just want to squeeze in a question. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, want to squeeze in. Driver. I just want to squeeze in a couple of questions there, um, Baba. Uh, one mm-hmm. is, um, I want to ask you um, about, uh, well, you were just talking about the service. I want to ask you as a comedian, because comedians are very observatory. So you can actually be able yeah. to tell us, uh, because when I was in South Africa, I felt like there's a difference in terms of service if you go to a restaurant between uh, uh, Joburg and Guazulu uh, Natal. I felt like Joburg people were nicer. Guazulu uh, Natal, I don't know if in Joburg it was because of the Zimbabweans yeah. that are in there. And Guazulu Natal, they were absolutely so, rude. They can throw a tray at you. Second thing I want to ask you that is not related to that question is, Baba, why don't you have your own radio show? I'm still wondering about that. 
Ah, man. I think it's just time, you know. At least now with the difference in technology. It's like I was saying, never mind radio show, you know. Um, I have such low views on my YouTube channel because my people don't have that or can't afford that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I've also seen people of mine on their phone literally start a radio show, do interviews, put them up, send a link, and they have a radio show, you know? Yes. Mm. But you still need to access it. So you still need some form of data to get to it. But for me, it's just time. So okay. I think now, because I'm making time and now I must split my time um, to start working here and still at home and keep the things that I'm doing. And maybe in between the traveling and also now having access to so much data and unlimited what what and fiber in America and the high speed. And fiber. Then maybe yeah, and and fiber. Then we'll <laughs> online or online radio show or some sort of a TV show, you know. <laughs> and on the yeah, way that would be nice. So Africans feel like they're doing you a favor, you know. Here, people yeah. want to work. People want to get their tips, and they are expensive. Yo, fifteen twenty percent tip, guys. Yeah, yeah, Everybody wants a tip. Everybody <laughs> wants a tip. They're like, here are two. Now, hey. I'm man. You also want to keep it. You see, you see, you work for it, you know. And yeah. yeah. And, and this is the thing, you know, students are working because they're students. In South Africa, it's a status. How, how can I be seen wearing a... Waiter uniform. A McDonald's yeah, uniform. You know? yeah. yeah. Everybody has a job or wants a job for yeah. the sake of working, making yes. money, Maybe, don't you think, and getting mm. closer think, to their dreams. Take the job as a domestic worker, but they disrespect you and they don't want to work for you. Yeah. You know? But hey, they take, take the job. Yeah, what labor, kind of thing is that? Metro Corp. But they hate being metro cop and they hate being a waiter. Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's things that I guess but, most of us, because we don't know. If South Africans travel, guys, we'll have a better country. Yes. Yeah. But get don't exposed. you think it's maybe because uh, here in America, per se, um, you pay for everything. Like in America, Yo, guys, the parents, when you're 18 years old, yeah, when you're 18 years old, your parents are telling, ah, it's time for you to get your own place. So that yeah. makes the, the kids like to know that I have to be independent when I'm young. Aim, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. be so responsible. When you get your job, you you know this is it. If I lose this job, I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to be on the street. But at home, we don't have that. I can go home as today, I'm 34 years old, and stay at my mother and father's house until I'm 45 years old. That's not mm. the problem. But here in America, the problem. If yeah, you go and live exactly. with your mom at a certain age, you have to pay bills. Even yeah. if you're living at your mother's house, you still have to pay bills. You understand? At home, we don't do that. Our mother and father, they take care of us. By a spoiler. Yeah, spoiler too much. No, yeah. we have huge sense of entitlement, not just at home in our family, with government. We sit and believe the government must come and do this or it's coming to do this. And they're not coming. 
Mm. They're yeah. not coming. The same way when your parents don't show up, they're not going to tell you, you're going to find out on that day or I guess about Katele, man. They're tired, man. They are. So, yeah. so these are things that people be... So now you go and you... You understand why in a country where we'll burn a library because the water, the water is closed that day. Oh. Or the bus was closed I know. Or the, the train was closed I know. Oh. And so then the one bus was closed, so we burn the whole train. And in danger, unless... That's the country we hey. come from. Hey, regularly. Yeah, On a regular basis. That, that, that's, you know, David, David, I guess, you know, it leads to what I think Umbali wanted to ask because I'll tell you what, um, this is so refreshing. Um, number one, who, who, who people are tuning in, this is a special edition of the Home Away Show. And it is filled with a lot of knowledge. It has referred to you have this laughter and your comedian style has always been to, <laughs> I believe you said you speak about current events and you make them relatable, but you make us think while we laugh. So we have a lot of South Africans who are tuning in right now who are living beside. In Job Show, we work. People over here, we learn one thing, which if yeah. you want it, you got to go out and get it. But we also have yeah. a passion for back home. We love our country. We know our country needs us. What can we yeah. do from what you are seeing this side? What can we do virtual South Africans who've been blessed enough and have this opportunity show, to travel and see the world? How can we give back in the smallest of ways? I guess that's how so good. I think, I think the, 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 the quickest, I want to social media and fun. It's a huge platform we must and not underestimate. So mm. just sharing, whether it's this interview, put it online, put it everywhere, wherever you can. Whether it's Facebook sure. or YouTube or Twitter or that's the first thing. The first thing is sharing because that's also one of our biggest problems. Mm. Yeah. Sharing. yeah. We think by sharing someone is taking from us or they are going to be better than us, you know, mm. or you are not going to have anymore after you share them. Now I believe the more you give, the more you get. And I believe that's the more you I get. In my life. Yes, yes, yes. So Half too. of the places or things I have is because people somewhere down the line I maybe have okay. done something nice for them or someone mm. else or for someone that they know. I know that's how my yeah. life has been going. You know, and I know yeah. I'll never go hungry and my family will never go hungry. Because Yeah. So that little, little, little small, small, small thing. Share knowledge. Share if you have extra shoe, if you have an extra calculator, if you have an extra magazine or book on the plane mm. or in it. Just Share whatever it is that you can share with other people or people that are less fortunate. You know, yeah. share information. Information for me is a big thing. Yes, that's yes. why yeah. you follow me on Twitter. I'm talking about hey, hey, come to my show. Next thing, I'm putting an article there about cooperative banks in South Africa or mm. corruption by white-owned companies. Mm. You know. Mm. Feeding people because information, feeding people there. information. The yeah, you have a responsibility. There. Yeah, no responsibility yeah. to share that the information. Is, yeah, that's the joke that people will pass jokes and forward jokes, but they wouldn't forward a prayer. Or, but same thing with we forward all these jokes and funny videos, but we never focus a black person talking and motivating kids at school. Yes. Or mm. motive. You understand. Or yes. a business yeah. idea. We'll never forward a business idea. Yes. Yeah. But we'll forward. Why not? Jokes yeah. And sex jokes and videos and porn and what, 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 what. Mm. 
And you know, other races don't necessarily do that. They are watching us no. doing all these things to ourselves, you know. And they enjoy themselves. Yeah, yeah, Basleg. People yeah. don't have to do anything to black people anymore. We're doing so much to ourselves, you know. Eesh, Whether that's so Africans powerful. In Africa or South Africans in South Africa. Yeah, there's so much we're doing to ourselves. Now the people are just watching and enjoying and letting us uh, dig a bigger hole for ourselves. So we have yeah. to reflect and, and just, what are you doing when? Uh, yes, there's everyone yeah. wrong. Everyone else is wrong. Everyone else but what are you doing? doing? Everyone else is for what are you going to do about what are you doing now right now when you wake up? Mm. Yeah. You are going to a Shebin to start drinking at ten in the morning, or you are reading a book, or you are reading a newspaper, or you are mm. asking if you can borrow the newspaper next door because mm. when you can't afford it. What you are can't you afford it. Humble yourself yeah. and you okay, like, yeah. humble yourself and go ask. Yeah, yeah. that's the I think he pride in to so like no, you say the would say and it, it, it to be honest, even us coming to this country, I don't know about Kuli and Yumbali, but I know when I first came here, even as a South African, it took me time to really realize which I have the South African pride about me. While my other African brothers and sisters from Kenya and Nigeria, they, they didn't really they carry care. their pride so much. They don't care. They will work and say to and the blind, I have to keep the status I had back home yes. over here. When you are struggling and no pride it, it I think it's such at home I'm, though. I'm you have to teach in God. Well, let me tell mm-hmm. you where I am. Man. The mm. last time I worked June, Lex only, Empress Palace, Johannesburg, mm. sold out to over 3,000 people. I haven't worked since. Eh? I've been spending mm. money in dollars. My next show is 2nd September, Empress Palace, Johannesburg. Three months without work. Mm. I mm. come here, I meet people, they're like, maybe you can do a club and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, it's a 284-seater club. Nobody knows mm. me in this country. Mm. And I'm sitting here going, guys, August 27th, tomorrow, 7.30 p.m., please come to my show, please buy tickets. I might show up, there might be 10 people or 15 people, or it might be mm. a full room, or there might be 100 people. I'm going to give a 90-minute show tomorrow night, half mm. past seven, Caroline's on program. Yeah. 